this in the same breath. What are you worth already? You think your mitzvah is worth so much? Big deal. Forget about it. You'll do it another time. Wherever you get your podcasts from, or our own website, prismoftorah.com. This is the Prism of Torah with Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. Shalom uvracha. In this week's parsha, Parshas Vayishlach, I want to share with you Mordecai idea that we can gain a lot from. My dear friend Rabbi Lewin pointed me to this Nesivas Shalom and we'll try to build on it to get some practical advice on how to live our lives. So we know in this parsha, Vayishlach Yaakov Malachim, Yaakov sends Malachim to check out what's happening with Esav and indeed Esav is coming with him, towards him with 400 people and he tells these messengers, these malachim, to tell Esav, you should know, Avdecha Yaakov, I'm like your slave Yaakov, he was talking to him in a very honorable way, and he says to him, you should know, I have lived with Lavan, im Lavan garti, and Rashi says, what do you mean, why are you telling him im Lavan garta? Rashi says two different pshat, pshat one, number one, garti is milshon ger, I'm not, listen, don't be upset at me, the blessings that I stole from you, they didn't even affect me. I haven't become a very important person here. I'm like a gay. I'm like someone that converted. I'm, I'm not nechshav over here. I'm not so important. Shot number two, Garti in Gimatria, same letters as Taryag. Taryag is the numerical value of 613, which are the amount of mitzvahs we have. Yaakov says to him, you should know. Despite the fact I lived with Lavan, who represents impurity, Tuma, I still was not affected by him and I still managed to keep all the Torah, all the 613, the Tariag mitzvah. Question number one, why is this what Yaakov is telling them to tell Esav? Does he really care about the mitzvah that Yaakov is keep? Question number two, it seems to be two, message, two messages that are contradicting themselves. On the one hand, he's coming towards Esav telling him, nobody, I'm not important, and no one even knows me here, barely, I'm just like a gear, I just converted, I'm not, a, I'm not someone that's nechshav over here, I have no, no importance. On the other hand, he's saying, look how strong I am, look at my personality, look, I am important, because from the mere fact that no matter where you put me, even though I'm in an environment of tuma, of impurity, I still managed to keep all the 630. Also, we can add one other question. Later on, as Esav is coming towards Yaakov with the 400 people with him, Yaakov makes a decision and he says the following. He says, first of all, it says, Vayira Yaakov me'oid vayetzer. Rashi already deals with this question. Seems like it's a duplicate Lashon. What's going on? Also, Vayira and also vayetzer. So Rashi says his answer, which is, yeah, he was scared he was going to kill. He was also scared he was going to get. But we're going to try to answer that question in a different way. As a result of that, he decides to split up his camp into two. And he says, if Esav will come and he'll fight off one half of our people, then at least the other group will be spared. As it says, If he's going to hit and kill the first camp, The remaining camp will be saved. And the question is, on the level of Yaakov, Avin, is that, where is his emwana and betachon? Okay, you do ishtadlos, but you don't speak out something negative. Oh no, if this happens, I'm going to do this. I understand he's preparing, and we know the famous Rashi, prepared for war, he prepared for davening, he prepared to give a present to Esav, but that's it. What, what, now he's splitting the camps, he's scared, maybe he's going to, isn't that a bit too much ishtadlos for Yaakov? The Nesivus Shalom says an unbelievable mahalach. And he says that we all know Esav represents the, the Satan, the Satan represents Yetzir Hava. And Alder Chavoida, we know that the Tehele is not just a history book, but we 
It's Torah Chaim, and every year it can teach us something, all the time, continuously. And through this story, where Esav is coming and confronting Yaakov, it represents the war between Yetzir and ourselves. And the Yetzirah comes and tries to attack us from two different fronts. First, it comes to attack us and try to say, ah, run after taivas, forget about mitzvahs, go do something that'll give you a physical pleasure. That's, that's, what it's, that's what's important. Like, unfortunately, a lot of the commercials today, just do it, enjoy life, etc. And it also says that this, in the same breath, what are you worth already? You think your mitzvah's worth so much? Big deal, forget about it, you'll do it another time. And of course, against this front of the Yetzirah, we have to do our best to fight it off. On the other hand, if the Yetzirah sees that this is not so easy to beat you at this game because you're a dedicated yid, you realize what life's all about and you do mitzvahs, then it's going to try to get you in another way. And that is, okay, fine, fine, no problem. Do the mitzvahs. But he's going to try to mooch off the kedusha of the mitzvahs that you do by ensuring that it's not with 100% kavana lishma, meaning he's going to stoop in there, gaiva, oh, look at me. Look what I'm doing in this world. Wow, I'm doing mitzvahs. And therefore, when the sitra acha, when the Yetzirah is able to do that and tap into your mitzvahs and make you feel gaiva, as if you're the best, it can take away from your reward. It can take away from the kedusha you're creating. And this is exactly what Esav tried to do. This is hinted in the words that it says, Hashem, please help me, save me. Miyad achi miyad Esav. We all know who his brother is. It's Esav. So the Farshim all asks this question. According to us, it's great. Because Esav is coming with two hats. First, miyad, miyad achi and miyad Esav. Miyad Esav represents that the Yetzirah is going to try to stop us from doing mitzvahs and run after taivas. On the other hand, he's also going to try to hit us from the front and attack us. Miyad achi is going to pretend he's my loving brother. Yeah, do mitzvahs, do everything. And then he's going to Stoop in there in the middle, this idea of having the wrong kavana, doing it because I'm good, throwing gaiva into the whole picture, which will mess up our reward and the high level we can reach spirituality-wise and will put a stick in the way for us to get close to Hashem, which we know that's what life is all about. Kirvas Elokim Litov, says David Omele. According to this, we can also understand what Yaakov means when he says, Vayiro What are these? It's redundant. Okay, we understand he's worried about the situation. Why is he saying it twice? Because perhaps it hints to these two aspects of the Yetzirah. He was worried also the Yetzirah is going to, the, the Sitra Acha, Esav is going to stop him from doing mitzvahs. He was also worried that even if he doesn't stop him to doing mitzvahs, he's going to ensure that he has an etiyah, a bad kavana, while doing the mitzvahs. And that's why, hence the duplicate Lashon. Based on this, we understand very, very well why Yaakov is telling Esav, listen, you can attack me from two fronts, but I'm covered from both fronts. First of all, Gaiva-wise, you want to stoop in Gaiva into my mitzvahs? Who am I, Bichlal? I'm a ger, garti, milshon ger. I'm not a toishav here. I'm not even a resident that everyone is aware of. I'm just, I'm nothing here. So there's no way you can get me to have Gaiva in my mitzvahs. I'm doing it totally because that's Ritzon Hashem and that's it. I'm mevatel myself. And number two, you think you're going to stop me from doing mitzvahs? <laughs> there is no way. I was in the most tumadika place with Lavan, Garti, and I still was able to perform all the mitzvahs. So don't even go there. I.e., Yaakov is sending a strong message to Esav, there is no way you're going to be able to catch me on either front. And that is also hinted, says Nesivus Shalom, in the fact that he split his camp into two. Because one camp represents this idea of having Midas Ha'anova, ensuring you don't have any hint of Gaiva in your Avoida Sashem, in your Teirah and Mitzvah. And on the other hand, 
he has another camp that represents the other front that we're fighting against the Yitzhah, which is to realize that life is all about doing Torah and mitzvahs and not running after the taivas and wasting our time or having anava psula, which means faulty, modest, which means what am I worth? What's the big deal if I do a mitzvah? We know that is exactly, it's worth a lot. And so, an infinite amount every mitzvah is worth we know even one moment in this world is there's no you can't even put a, a label how much it's worth all these ideas are also hinted in the fact that we know Chazal tell us Rashi brings it down that Esav was running towards Yaakov he first started tried to bite him but he realized I can't he's coming forcefully with his mitzvahs there's no stopping him so he said okay so forget front number one, which is to try to stop him from doing mitzvahs and it's not important and trying to convince him and running after Taivas. Rather, he turned into kissing him at the end. He turned into kissing him. Why? Because he tried to influence within his Turin mitzvahs to do the other thing Yetzirah tries to get us to do, which is to have gaiva in our mitzvahs and hence have the faulty kavanas, which will lower down by a lot, decrease the importance of the Torah and mitzvahs we do. Of course, we know Torah, ki lekach toiv, Torah is toiv, and Torah is the, is the shield from allowing Yitzhah to affect us to stop doing mitzvahs. And I would like to share with you a story that happened this past week in Kibbutz Be'eri. We know that that's one of the places that were, unfortunately was hit hard by Machshamam, the Arabs. And last week, even though they're far from being traditional, but they decided they want to bring a Sefer Torah into a certain shul they had there. And it was very, very emotional. They didn't want to do it with so much music or music bichlal because they know they're still mourning over the huge losses. But they invited so many people, Zaka, and people that helped them. And it was very emotional because it screamed out, Am Yisrael Chai, Netzach Yisrael Lo Yishakach. And Lineder, I'll send a link to an article that was written about it. And that's how we fight off the Yetzirah of not allowing us or trying to stop us from doing mitzvahs. We have to realize that truly life is all about doing Torah and mitzvahs. And that is the fight that we have between Yaakov and Esav representing good in the world, fighting against the Sitra Acha that stops us from doing good and it tries to do so in, in every way possible in the two fronts we discussed. First, it stops tries to stop stop us from doing mitzvahs and then if you realize they can't get us on that front or even in parallel it says okay do Torah mitzvahs but have the faulty kavana in the gaiva reason so much to add but I just want to end off with the Ksav Soifer he says in this week's parsha as well Hashem says your name is Yaakov and then two seconds later it won't be called Yaakov anymore it'll call it be called Israel. Isn't that odd? We already know his name is Yaakov so why why does it say first in a redundant way Shimcha Yaakov and then it says, Israel. Your name is not going to be called anymore Yaakov, it's going to be called Israel. Just say, your name now will not be called Yaakov anymore, but rather Israel, because the word Sarita, you managed to fight off an angel of Hashem, the angel of Esau. So you can look in the Mephalshim, different answers to this question, but based based on the, this Ksav Soifil, the Ksav Soifil says, which deals with one Nekuda that we mentioned today. Yaakov represents... Anava, modesty. Why? Because Akev, Akev, we know that Yaakov is called Yaakov because he held on to the heel of Esau. There's a lot of deep thoughts behind this. But simply speaking, the Akev, the heel, is the lowest point of the body, 
which represents modest. Hashem is telling Yaakov, it's only thanks to the fact that you had this meter of, of anava, of modesty, that you are now able to be called Israel, which we know Israel represents the idea that he managed to beat an angel of Hashem. He managed to reach spiritual wise very high level. But the reason he was able to get there is only because he was represented by Yaakov, because that's how he lived his life, with anava, a person that realized what life is all about and that we're nothing and everything. Chesed, like we keep mentioning, then you realize what life is all about and he gets an elevator to get closer to HaKadosh Buchu. As we mentioned, David HaMelech says that is what life is all about. Kirvas Elokim Li Toiv. Toiv, we discussed in previous Divrei Toira, Toiv represents doing the plan of HaKadosh Buchu. The plan of HaKadosh Buchu is to be Meitiv, to just give us good, to give us this unbelievable opportunity, the prosdor, the hallway too. The world to come, Minitza Hashem will take advantage of it. With all the Nisyonis we're faced with, Netzach Israel, Am Israel will continue with the tradition and the dedication of Avoidas Hashem Torah and Average. This concludes another episode of the Prism of Torah. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it and learned something valuable. If you did, Please subscribe to the podcast and give a five-star rating. You can also find this podcast wherever you get your podcasts or our own website, prismofterror.com, where we have a full archive of all our past episodes. We would like to thank Yona Vefa for the recording equipment and Ellie Podcast Productions for handling all our post-podcast productions. Join us next week for another enlightening conversation on the Prism of Terror.